everybody, welcome to Tech Thoughts, a show about tech advice, a short how-to, and why you should care. I'm Art, the cute one. I'm Jade, the smart one. And this is a mini-sode. It's like Tech Thoughts, but faster. So, today we're going to be talking about uninterruptible power supplies. Little boxes that might not be so little. They're heavy, you can plug things into them, but what makes them so important? They're heavy and you can plug things into them. That just sounds... <laughs> wow, brain. Never mind. Anyway. Alright, y'all. Let's just get right into it. We've briefly mentioned uninterruptible power supplies in our rechargeable battery technology episode back in season three episode 22 if you're interested but we never really explained them so here we are <laughs> a little explanation and why you might want one so an uninterruptible power supply is a backup source of power that well provides backup power when your usual power source i.e the mains mains voltage or whatever else you want to call it fails or something else is wrong with the wall supply. We'll get back to what can be wrong very soon. But a UPS essentially works by storing power in its DC direct current form in batteries, usually lead acid batteries. And then it converts this power using a power inverter into AC power. This lets it supply energy to normal devices that use your usual electrical outlet plug. A UPS can come in one of three flavors. Um. Thank you. I was hoping you would. There's standby, which are the basic ones. This is where a UPS will switch to battery power in the event of something like a blackout, voltage sag, such as a brownout, or a voltage surge. Line interactive UPSs, which lets the UPS do all the things above, but also allow it to correct minor power fluctuations, such as smaller undervoltages and overvoltages, without actually needing to switch to battery power. And then there are double conversion UPSs, which provide clean power regardless of the condition of incoming power. If that sounds weird compared to the other two, well, the reason it is phrased like this is that it first converts AC power from the wall to DC, and then always runs the actual devices on the reconverted DC power. This is often used in enterprise systems, where things are sensitive enough that you really want that kind of perfect power. I assume this is also more expensive than the other two. Hilariously. Fair enough. Basically, if you live in an area with imperfect power, frequent brownouts, or blackouts, you may want to invest in a UPS to keep your data safe, since computers generally do not like being powered off suddenly, and it could cause damage. A UPS could give you just enough time to power off your device, or if you get one with a large enough capacity, you could keep your devices running for quite a while. Now, you might be thinking, do you need a line interactive UPS? Is a standby one good enough? Well, maybe. See, when it comes to at least your PC power supply, there's a PFC circuit, power factor correction, that can actually compensate for voltage drops using some wicked cool circuitry. And by your PC power supply, I do mean higher quality ones. Fair enough. That was my lovely assistant chiming in for two seconds and being cute. Anyway. Uh, hey. You're so cute. Now, there are two kinds of PFC circuits. Passive PFC and active PFC, where an active PFC can deal with more voltage dropping than a passive one. A power supply can also not have a PFC circuit, and you should avoid those. <laughs> For things that are not your fancy PC power supply, you might indeed want a line interactive UPS. For anything you think is sensitive to voltage drops, these include sensitive equipment, or even mechanical equipment, or medical equipment. In the case of mechanical equipment, a turntable absolutely counts. Huh, interesting. Yep. Uh, well, yeah, because like it's a it's a motor. Um, no, yeah, that, that's fair. I, I, for some reason, I understand objectively that the turntable runs off of electricity, but my brain is just like that's old technology. It runs off of like 
cranks. I don't know. Do you, I, I want to see you crank your record player later. Anyway. <laughs> UPSs can also either output pure sine wave power, which is identical to your actual AC power supply from the wall, or modified sine wave power. Sort of like a stair step pattern that is actually a square wave with some extra steps just to make it look a little more like sine wave, which is usually close enough for most things. Sine wave is undoubtedly the best possible kind of power, but modified sine wave will work for most equipment with a loss of efficiency and higher power usage. Less efficient does mean more heat, and for things like an AC motor, record player, this can be disastrous. This can extend to most other devices, but may not have a huge impact for short bursts, which is the general assumption of what a UPS is used for. Makes sense. Yeah. Although, how long could you keep one running? It depends. How much money do you have? Fair enough. That's all, that, that, that's sort of always what it comes down to, isn't it? Yes. But anyway, if you want to listen to us talk about other things that cost ludicrous amounts of money, you can check out our after show, which is live on our Instagram every Friday at 6.30 p.m. ET. Yep. Uh, our Instagram is at Podcast. You can also check out our website, which is jtechthoughts.gay. And I remembered to do the website plug this time, which means I'm having a good day. But with that, that's another mini-sode complete. Bye. Bye.